Hey everyone, welcome back to another 31 minute podcast. Hello everyone. Hi Broccoli. Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, good. That's good. Um, I love how when you set up the podcast, you just work around the mess that happens to be on the desk. Instead of cleaning the mess, you just actually work around it. So thank you for that. <laughs> Sounds like my mum. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Kath would, you know, she'd be yelling at you. Every day. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So I, I had a topic in mind and I was thinking, you know, let's, let's do this topic and whatnot. We haven't done a few interviews or interviews for a while, so we'll, no. we definitely do some. Yeah. Um, but then you said you wanted to take this one over. I did want to ask. Or you him. wanted to ask some question, yeah, a, a question, question, a question, which go for it, Broccoli. Okay. Um, so I've been thinking about it lately, and I've been thinking about this a lot. So Michael Jordan, um, gifted basketball player, and he's one of the best basketball players ever, but he went through the basketball college system. Like, he was born to be a basketball player. Tall, like, his whole life, that was his goal. From a young age, he was going to be a college basketball player. But someone like you, for instance... 25 years old, you made a life-changing decision to become the best real estate agent in Australia. Yeah. And you were so far away from doing that. Like, you're not, you weren't gifted at the thing. Like, you weren't a freak. You had to work for it. Still, still the same today. Yeah. I just want to know how you maintain that self-belief. Because I think it would be easy to maintain the belief when you're in the system, like when you're a college basketball player in that system going, well, I'm here, I'm going to work as hard as I can. But you had to start from nothing. Every now and then you, you have like a bit of a bit of inspiration that I don't know where it comes from. It's just like all of a sudden you get a bit of inspiration, which which is good, um, but it's it's rare, but it's good. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> um, I was only thinking about uh, sort of along these lines yesterday. Um, I had Jordan say to me last week. He said, "You know, you know what I like about you, Matt." He said, "You're just totally self-made." He finds it inspiring. And look, I'm not massively successful. I'm just successful in what I do. Yeah. In my world. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not like I'm sitting here going, let's just talk about me. <laughs> no. I, I don't want to talk about that at all. But what I, what I do look at a lot is people. Mm. You know, and sometimes people, you know, I, I do wonder why people underachieve because everyone has the ability to achieve like really, really well. Yeah, but also... You reckon you genuinely believe that? I do. Yeah. I do. It's all about applying yourself to yeah. what you want to do. Um, and you know, I do real estate as I've progressed. It, so I used to just do real estate. That's mm-hmm. it. I, I gave up a lot for that. Yeah. And you know, it's that's how I became successful in it because yeah. I I just dedicated everything to understanding what are the best do, and I wanted that was just something that I wanted to do. Now I want to be like the best, but have a bit of life outside of that as well and be really fit so that's got my attention now so it's really about what has your attention you know and i think what has your attention grows but holding that attention is not easy yeah that's the hard part (laughs) so we'll talk about my body fat for a minute so when i decided to become fitter like i've spent the last year and and i was like a reasonably fit person before anyway but i had a bit of love handles and you know like as i got older my body was changing but my one scan, my last scan was 6.1% body fat. This scan was 7.9. But between 6 and 7 and 8% is like pretty low still. Yeah. Most people, like if you looked at a normal guy out there that's just living life, having a few beers in the day, he'd probably be about 15 to 20% body fat, maybe more, but around that. But it's really hard to hold that attention. So your body is just a reflection of your focus and, and attention. That's all it is. But so too is your work and your personal relationships and your wealth, all of that. 
So if you're lacking somewhere in your life right now and, you know, you want better results, I do wonder what their attention is like and their focus. I don't look at are they the most talented, yeah. you know, like how do, how do you be a talented real estate agent anyway? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, yeah. it's a job. Like can you be a talented garbage man? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, but you can start a garbage. You can be a garbage man, mm. and then start a garbage company, and then end up with the most successful garbage company mm. on the planet. Yeah. You look at uh, Richard Pratt, who ended up with Vizzy, who he ended up a billionaire, a multi-billionaire, yeah. because he wanted to turn waste paper into um, usable paper because he had he had no paper when he was a kid. Yeah, there's cleaners because of the pandemic have created their own hand sanitizer and they're worth a lot of money now. Yeah. A friend of mine had a, he was a cleaner, it was a bouncer actually, and then he yeah. went into, they needed a cleaner for the club. Mm. So he said, I'll do it. He had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. Cleaned it. Um, he just sold his company. He had a thousand staff. Wow. So he just sold his company to a public company. He's pretty wealthy. Mm. Um, but that was over a long period of time. That might have been 30 years yeah. of building a company. But that's what I mean. It's about holding your attention and focus. So in doing that, the question in my mind is like, do you really want to do it for a start? Like, is it something that, is it a job or is it something that's taking you somewhere else? Um, because you, you're going to go in and out of interest levels. Yeah. Like, um, did you did that? Like, did you I've do done that, that a number yeah. of times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but at the end of the day, I've, I, I always come back to, you know, like I'm not the sort of person that just does what, uh, do something for the sake of it. Yeah. You know, I can be a bit reckless sometimes <laughs> and be like, um, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing it mm. anymore or whatever. I don't go to things unless I really want to. Um, so I'm a bit cut and dry like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't do real estate unless I got something out of it that was enthusing me, that was juicing my soul. Mm. Um, sometimes things pop up like I was going to make 31-minute active wear, like I was interested in that. But I went had lunch with a friend of mine, super wealthy friend of mine who had a clothing company and he said, Matt, I'll get you a, th- a thousand pairs of shorts made now. For as a favor, he said, But where are you going to sell them to? What are you going to do? Blah blah blah. And he really opened my mind to that. But I think there's something good about curiosity, yeah. You know, that that curiosity around how do you do that rather than going to work, working a job, and looking forward to the day ending so you can go and do what you want to do. Like, I don't know that 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 might be good for a period of time in your life until you work out what you want to do, but. You know, this is life. Like, we're on a planet, like, cruising around space. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty like, crazy. You don't want to be made to go do something just to pay a bill. Mm. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I get that there's a, you know, you've you got to pay your bills, but... You'd rather pay your bills if something you actually like doing then. Yeah. So was the question, was Michael Jordan talent, more talented than everybody else? Or did he practice more than anybody else? Or definitely practice more, yeah. Or was his fire stronger than everybody else? Yeah, it was because there's this story where when he first got into the Chicago Bulls camp, they were all in the room, like doing whatever, drugs, partying. (laughs) Went to bed. He went to bed because he had practice in the morning. Yeah, because he makes choices around the future of where he's going. Yeah, Yeah, I get that. I'd probably be partying. Yes, the Chicago Bulls. Whereas these days, I probably wouldn't. But before, I'd I would. I remember I've had to do stuff, and then I. I'd go out on the weekend and go crazy like earlier in my career and had to record some important thing one day and um, I, I was so out of it. I was like <laughs> off my head. And, and, and Jamie's like, what the hell were you thinking? And I'm like, I don't know. It was in the moment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Was it, was like, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, 
I, I don't think talent has much to do with it. I think desire and fire has everything to do with it. Yeah. You know, like that desire to be – and you sort of know. You can't fake, you can't fake resonance. Mm. So when you reson- resonate with something, there's something that goes on inside of you that matches the desire around it. So, like, real estate for me is like a sport. It's yeah. like um, – right now. So I've been through a period of about six months – coronavirus, this and that, fitness, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, liking it, cruising, run real fast for a long time. But something's clicked in me and the fire's really big at the moment, mm. like really big. But there's always that base of, you know, I like doing it, I want to be great at it, it's a good, it's, I've created something pretty cool. And then now it's like... <sighs> so as long as you're on that path, that fire's going to go big and sometimes it's going to go a bit smaller and big and, you know, you might be competing with people and all that. That's the key. Yeah. So I can hear people saying right now, even though I'm not, can't really, but yeah. I'm just, I can, I know people are going to say, yeah, that's fine. What if I'm in a job that's... I was about to ask that exact question. Go. Like, so the fire's good when you're running and, like, everything's going, like, you're on a path sort of thing. What about if you're not on a path? How do you... Pick yourself up and go. Or even if you're on a path and a real estate agent or a businessman's listening to this and he's working in an office that no one cares about, he's like literally no one knows what he's doing, but he has a vision in his mind that he's going to be something one day. Yeah. How does? Mate, do you know where I started in real yeah. estate in Kalani Vale? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like the it's back then it was like the bowels of the Central Coast, <laughs> working in an office where the guy just told dirty jokes at the front door every day, smoking the owner, yeah. and it was me and two other people in the office. That's it. I didn't know anyone, no one. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, and I was on the run. You know, I was on the run, had warrants out for my arrest, all sorts of stuff. I was a mess. Yeah. And I'm, here I am working in some obscure real estate office in Kalani Vale, mm. which John McGrath says that's the witness protection program up there. <laughs> that's how bad it is. And, but, you know, not once ever I questioned, um, should I be doing this? Well, that, I, yeah. I just knew it was going to go somewhere one day. I didn't know how, I didn't know how big, I didn't even know much about it. And th- one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And the serendipity moments was, was so – you couldn't even do it again. Like I went to the owner of that real estate office. I didn't start there. I started another one across the road, like a home office. But I moved across there after about, I don't know, the best part of a year. But I went to the owner of that company one day because I was selling a lot of houses. And they were, they were about hundred grand back then, r- roughly, the houses. And they used to sell like four properties a month. And I was selling like 10 to 12. Yeah. And I said to him – um, could I become a partner one day with you? Yeah. And he said, no. He said, no. And I said, oh, okay. Well, what does that mean? Like, he goes, well, just, you just work here. Like, that's, yeah. that's what you do. And I was like, yeah, I just felt there was more than that. So um, I left. Mm-hmm. And I went for a job at the best real estate office around the corner. And it was called McLaughlin's back then. And they said to me, you can't start for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I had no job. But I had a baby on the way. And I had zero money, like not one cent. And I thought, I can't not work for two weeks. Yeah. So I went to, an, I put a few resumes in it, another real estate office is closer to Terrigal. And I got a job at a place called Erin Heights. And they, I started there. And then one day, Karina's dad said to me, you've got to be in Terrigal. That's the hub. Yeah. And that was like maybe a year after that. And then I got a job in Terrigal. But when I went for a job in Terrigal first... Um, I went LJ Hooker and Century 21. The guy at Century 21, because I was a practicing Mormon back then, um, I couldn't work Sundays. Yeah. And the, the guy in Century 21 said to me, you'll never succeed in real estate. You don't work Sundays or you can't work Sundays. You will never 
make it. You won't ever be a, a successful. But the other guy in Hookers, I sat there and I said to him, because I really wanted to work there, I said, mate, I will be the hardest worker you have ever seen six days a week. Just give me a go. I'll show you. I'll become one of the best. I'll become one of the most successful agents in Australia. I kept telling myself. that's what I. But I sort of half resonated with the path that I was going to. Yeah. You know, I wasn't sure. It wasn't like I had it all mapped out or anything like that. Yeah. But the serendipity moments that happened, wow. Like I look back now and imagine that guy said I could be a partner in yeah, Peter Brand Real crazy. Estate at Kalani Vale. Like, thank goodness he yeah. said no. But at the time, the no was the best yes I've ever had in my whole life. Yeah. One of. So, um, talent, I, I don't think there's... I think, I think there's ability, yeah, for sure. But I've worked real hard, you know, really hard. I was a kid that grew up really shy. I was pretty average at most things. I wasn't a great... I was a good surfer, not great surfer. You know, didn't really have too many opportunities that were extraordinary... But that decision around this is what I'm doing, I think is where the power is. Yeah. No like, matter what anyone says. Your parents, family, yeah. friends. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. You know, and all those obstacles that come along the way, you know, like handing myself back in and community service and all the things that came along with it and over the years and divorces and kids and things and whatever. I look back now, I don't even know how I did it. Mm. But when you make this deep decision that, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm. This is what I'm going for. I think you draw on the powers of the universe, and at the time you're in it, and it might be painful and all this sort of stuff. But when you get through it, you look back and you're like, "Wow, how did I do that? Like, what a mess!" Like, but when you're in it, you're so focused on the decision that you've made. It sort of overrid everything for me. Yeah. That commitment runs so deep for me. I'm still on it now, mm. 25 years later. Mate, I'm still running real fast. Mm. Like, and, it, and like I said before, it's gone down and comes up and gone down and comes up, but, there, but I'm still on it. And today I just, we, we, get, we get a bit of coaching from one of the, the guy in, you know, outside of our company and I rang him I said, mate, this is what we're going to do. Let's realign to this. and blah, blah. Like I'm always looking for better, yeah. always looking for better. And, you know, parts of my life, if they're not succeeding, it's because of that, because I've never made a true decision around it. People struggle with drinking, mm -hmm. and I was on the phone to another lady today, and her dad died at 56 because he couldn't stop drinking. My dad died at 47, couldn't stop drinking. And I think to myself, wow, how weak. Mm. Like, my dad was an alcoholic, used to, like, literally be so bad, he'd fall asleep on the ground at night on the lounge room, he'd wee himself, he'd, he'd have fits because he was drinking so much, his Jesus. body just couldn't cope anymore. One day the ambulance guy come over, one night ambulance guy come over because he was having fits because he wasn't epileptic he was just having fits i don't know why and the ambulance couldn't do, do anything about it and he said to my dad you need to stop you're gonna die and you know my dad chose alcohol yes. over success right. he was drinking right up until the day he died at 47 one year younger than me and in the hospital you know what he's doing in the hospital drinking beer drinking beer what a weak person but what a strong resolve around drinking. Imagine he converted that to, I'm going to achieve this. See how powerful it is? Yeah. Both sides. I think Michael Jordan, yes, talented, yes. Or I don't know, never met the guy, I don't know much about him. But I did watch a documentary where he stood there and threw more hoops than any other person in that team for years. 
four years. Everyone else would stop, he keeps throwing hoops. Tiger Woods, everyone else would stop, he'd go out and practice. There's something about applying yourself to a decision you made to yourself about a commitment that will happen. So will I become the best in Australia? Yes, without a doubt. I've made that decision. And sometimes better, sometimes worse. Do life throw things at you that you just don't expect? Yeah. You know, like... It's hard enough going through one divorce, let alone two, having six kids, not being a separate dad, all this sort of, I've got kids here, kids there, whatever else, but I'm committed. You know, that's the things that happen along the way. Do I want to build a great business? Yes. Is business difficult sometimes? Yes. Does the market change? Yes. It's constantly changing. We go back to the planet that we're standing on right now. The planet's moving round and round and round in space. No one's holding it. It's there. It's like on, on this thing. But it's like... It's like us. It's we're constantly changing, and things happen to us, and people get, you know, they get so down on themselves that they derail themselves and, and don't have the motivation to keep going. Why? That no could have been the best yes of their life. Yeah. Imagine I cried at when I asked for that partnership. And then got so depressed I couldn't get out of bed because I, I thought that no was the, the end of my world. That no was the beginning of my world. And yeah, and you were like, how old were you then? 23, 23 or something. Yeah, so people like think they're too old to do it. Yeah. 23. I'm 48 years old and I've just started one year ago yeah. like transforming my body. Mm. You know, like, and people go on about like, well, they don't go on about it, but like some people's like, go oh you know you're just into your body and all this sort of, no i'm like I want to be opposite to my dad yeah you know that's your driver yeah. yeah at 47 years old he died i'm starting yeah, i want to say how how cool can i make yeah. my fitness my body myself my mind and all of that why because it links together to wherever else we're going michael jordan wasn't some big chubby guy running around the yeah, exactly. basketball field he was a he was a lean success machine there's this story of cristiano ronaldo when um, Real Madrid won the Champions League and like obviously all their teams out celebrating their stuff and the next morning he got in the pool. No, that night he still recovered. So he got in the pool and did recovery. Yeah. Like that's just like Yeah. Crazy. It takes a champion mindset to become a champion. That's one thing I've realised. You can't be average in your application of yourself and expect championing results. It doesn't go. Mm. You, you're going to be, if you want to be the top 1%, you're going to be a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, and some people might be listening to this saying, I don't want that. Well, that's fine, but work out what success looks like for you and hold that attention and focus on that thing for as long as you can. Mine's been going for 25 years now. I'm still on it. When people lose that attention on something, everything goes down. It's like they get lost. People say, I'm going to find myself. You're not finding yourself. You're right there. What are you talking about? You know, you've, you, you've got to find your attention something worthwhile to put your attention on again and you'll find yourself. It's not you, it's what you're giving your energy to when you get lost. When you've got nothing to focus on, no purpose, it's like, the You've been there. Every, yeah. I think everyone has a different yeah, 100%. point. Yeah, when people feel down and flat and, and just nothing about life, it's because nothing's enthusing them. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here doing a podcast. Guess where I'm going next? Appointment. No. Jim. Jim. Exactly right. <laughs> yes. Day in, day out, day in, hold my attention, hold my focus, day in, day You know why? Because next year, 
I want my body to be twice as good as it is now. But unless I do that, it's not going to happen. So my focus on it, do you think I'd rather sit and watch Netflix this afternoon and watch a movie and put my feet up? Of course. I've already been to the gym this morning and did cardio. I'm going to go again this afternoon. I've doubled down on the thing. I know I'm hitting the table and I shouldn't be. No, I'm getting, I get a bit these, passionate. <laughs> these mics are all right. Yeah. So if you want to shift something in your life, double down on it. See what happens. You know, if you're getting smashed by your competition, double down on your innovation and your commitment and your preparation and all this sort of stuff and you watch what happens. If you want more sales in your business, double down on your prospecting. If you want to look better, double down on the time in the gym, your food that you eat, uh, the way that you think, all of that sort of stuff. Smile, try smiling more. Put some fake tan on, broccoli sometimes. (laughs) But put some fake tan on. There's lots of stuff out there that can help you look better. If you're not looking the best you can, Why? You're only living the result of the things that you've done before. Why not change them today? Change them. And in three months' time, six months' time, you'll see some massive changes. You know what? You'll start to feel better about yourself. You'll start to feel amazing. If you're already doing good, how, the question then is, how far can you take it? That's really the question. How far do you want to go? How far can you take it? And what do you need to do? I don't know. I'm on that journey. I think that definitely helps someone drive into a next appointment right now. Help like that just kick the fire and then we hope. <laughs> if that's not gonna do it, I don't know what will. Thank you, Broccoli. Thank you.